Hey, what's going on? It's Vach. Hello. So in this episode of the Victory with Vach podcast, I talk about cheat meals, cheat days, restrictive diets, uh, talking about just what happens when you get way too restrictive with your diet. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy. And yeah, enjoy the episode. All right. See ya. Hey, what's going on? It's Vach. Welcome back to the Victory with Vach podcast. If you're new, thank you so much for being here. Um, so in this podcast, you probably came from my Instagram, and on my Instagram, I post shorter snippets of content, so like, you know, shorter videos and infographics and Twitter posts and stuff like that. So on this podcast, I kind of go into a deeper dive into these topics. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, you know, one take gang, you know, you already know we're going for it. So talking today about cheat meals, cheat days, and... I really, really don't like when people call them cheat meals or cheat days because here's the thing. And like cheating, let's say you cheat on a test. Let's say you cheat on your spouse. Let's say you cheat on a, you know, yeah, like an exam or something like something very important. Yeah, don't do that. That's not good. That's not good. That's actual, that's bad, right? That's actually cheating. Like that's, that's not okay, right? So why, but it just confuses me. It's like, why are people associating eating pizza with cheating? Like, this is, no food is, like, off limits. Like, that's my goal. Like, I want you to, to view no food as off limits. Like, I, it's just so much BS around there, out right now. Like, don't eat this food. Don't eat that food. Only eat clean. Only eat nutritious food. It's like, yes, of course. Like, you should focus on nutritious, healthy, quality foods because health is important, Right? I'm not saying just to eat pizza all day because you can. I'm saying you can have a flexible approach. That's what I want you to have. I don't want you to have such a rigid approach with your nutrition. That's how you end up off the wagon. That's how you end up quitting altogether. That's the reason why people resent and they hate um, just nutrition and fitness and health and wellness because they associate it with, maybe you associate it with, chicken, broccoli, only clean, you know, only drinking water all the time. I mean, water is great, but like there's people who are like, don't drink anything but water, you know, don't drink Diet Coke. It's like, why not? Why not? Like Diet Coke is fine. Like, don't eat that. Don't eat, don't, don't drink this. It's like, what's with all these rules? Like these food rules are getting people in trouble in terms of like mentally, like psychologically, right? Because if you view certain foods as off limits, we're human beings. We want what we can't have. If we convince ourselves, can't have it, can't have it, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, wow, we're going to want it even more. You think that we can just put off cravings? Like nowadays when there's such delicious food out there readily available, I know it's tough to find that flexible approach, but I'm talking about cheat meals, cheat days, and you're not cheating on anything by having some pizza, right? You're not cheating on anything if you have a glass of wine with dinner, like I don't, you're not cheating on anything. And if you view it like that, if you're looking forward to the weekend where you could quote unquote cheat on your diet and, and just say, screw it, that means that your diet throughout the week is way too restrictive, right? If you find yourself, you're like, I have no control around these certain foods. It's like, it's because you're trying to be so perfect throughout the weekdays. You eat boring foods. And then you're like, Friday, Saturday comes along. You're like, yes, I can finally break free from this. And then you feel guilty for overeating. And then you get back to the restriction on Monday and it's a cycle and it's terrible and it's exhausting, right? And 
that's why I want like that you should not feel guilty for eating any type of food. I don't know if you've heard that saying before. Like that's something I'm a big believer in. Like I want you to be able to eat any food and smile and have a good time and be like, you know what? That was delicious. Now I'm moving on and I'm good. You know, not don't think twice about it. Like I want you to be thinking about the flavors and the and the experience and the memories. I don't want you to be thinking about, oh, I gotta get on the treadmill tomorrow and burn it off. Oh, I gotta, you know, I'm gonna look at myself in the mirror and I'm gonna talk down to myself. Like, no. No, none of that negative stuff like that makes everything harder that makes like you're a human being like give yourself some grace you're trying to figure this out right and another thing is like if you are someone who the diet culture stuff has been ingrained in you for years and decades right i know in the 80s the 90s the early 2000s even nowadays it's still pretty bad um it's getting a bit better i think that in terms of like the way we view food uh, definitely 90s, early 2000s, like every movie would just reference carbs in a bad light. People would be like, oh my God, Jenny, you're eating carbs? Like, whoa, like I don't eat carbs. It's like people still don't eat, for some reason, don't eat carbs, even though carbs are not the issue. Um, but I digress. So in terms of a cheat meal or a cheat day, it's like you're not doing anything wrong. You're not doing anything bad. Like stop. You're enjoying some higher calorie food. That's it. You're enjoying food that may not have a lot of nutrients, but it has delicious flavors, right? Like whatever it is, pizza, ice cream. It's like, I'm not saying to just eat this all the time, but I'm saying I want you to be able to make that choice and I want you to be able to feel good with it, but also not beat yourself up, not not feel guilty. Because like I said before, you're not supposed to be feeling guilty. Like that is not normal. I promise you. Like unfortunately we've been kind of conditioned that it's normal a lot of people feel this way but that's why i want to talk about it and just let you know like that is that's not okay like you should not be feeling guilty and if you do right now like look we all got to start somewhere right i'm not saying you got to have this figured out right away but i'm saying that if your current nutrition plan like if your current diet you're following right now is negatively impacting your relationship with food that's a problem right i don't care how much weight you lose if you lose 50 pounds, 100 pounds, but you did it in a way where you are now scared of food, you are now feeling guilty for eating food, you are now missing out on family events and social outings because you are, are you know, can't control the, the food around you. Like you're, you got to bring your own meals to, to weddings or you got to bring your own food to, to parties like that's. And of course, nothing wrong with I mean, yeah, if it's like a potluck, you know, bring, everyone brings the dish. But like I'm talking about like. You brought a meal prep chicken and rice, and you're going to eat that while everyone has their meal, right? Has their special meal. That's just not the way to go about it because I was in that spot too. I would just eat chicken and broccoli on my weight loss journey. And then I was like, I'm bored of this. I'm tired of this. I want to eat actual food. But like when I went out to eat, I would be like, no, I can't have that. So let me go for this lower calorie stuff. Let me go for this, you know, this place I. I just vividly remember going to uh, a restaurant for my sister's college graduation and everyone was ordering their favorite things like this restaurant I really love back home in California. Like it's a great little local spot and they had a good burger and, and fries and I love their fries and I didn't get that thinking, oh, I'm, I'm on a health journey now. I'm on a, you know, I'm a healthy and I'm a fit person. I can't be having a burger and fries. It's like, ugh, looking back on it, it's kind of embarrassing. But hey, we live and we learn, right? 
um, it, it happens. It happens. I was in I was in that position where I would have those cheat meals. I would look so forward to it. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna get this ice cream. I'm gonna eat two pints of ice cream. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get these chips. And then I just feel bad. I would feel bad after because I I just. I would feel guilty. I would feel guilty, and I, I just—it's just not the way to go about it. Then I would like go on the treadmill and try to burn the calories, and it was so exhausting and so terrible. And I eventually started viewing exercise as a way to burn the calories. When exercise is more than just burning calories. Yes, does it burn calories? Yes, it does. It doesn't burn as many as we think, but you got to remember that exercise is great for your mental health, for your physical health, your bone density, your strength, your muscle, your everything. Right, it's important to understand that you should not be just burning off the calories you burn. You know, you eat. Right, you don't. You don't have to just go on the treadmill after you ate something for a few hundred calories. Like most of your body, or most of your calories are burnt at rest. By the way, um, I know I'm kind of. Th- that's how these podcasts are. I kind of go into different topics, different rabbit holes. But to kind of center it back, I'm, I'm pulling it back to cheat meals. Um, yeah, like. I don't know. What do you guys think about cheat meals? Do you have cheat meals? Like, do you have cheat days? And here's the thing. Like, as long as you understand that nothing, like, I don't have a huge problem with somebody calling it that. I have a problem if somebody calls it a cheat meal or cheat day and they actually think they're doing something bad or or wrong, right? If someone calls it that and and they have a great relationship with food, you know, I would kind of, it's it's kind of like a gray area. I'd be like, okay, I don't know why you're calling it a cheat meal, but like I kind of get what they're saying. Basically, what they're saying is, hey, I'm having burger and fries. Hey, I'm having a pizza, whatever. Like, I get what you're saying, but that's like your diet should not be so restrictive where having pizza is taboo or having a burger and fries is something crazy. Like, you can have those foods throughout the week. Right, I was even talking to someone. Someone's like, "Oh, can I have like a pasta cheat meal?" I'm like, "Pasta is a cheat meal? It's just pasta. I don't get it. Like, how is that a cheat meal? That just sounds like a regular meal. That just sounds like pasta, maybe with some meat and some red sauce. That sounds delicious. I don't know how that's cheating on anything. You're just having carbs, protein, and yeah, like that's what it comes down to. Like, I know I said it before in the episode, but when someone references a cheat meal, essentially what they're saying is, "Hey." I'm going to have food, a meal, a snack, whatever, that is higher in calories, and it's not going to be as filling and nutritious, right? That's basically it. Mainly, we should be focusing on those nutritious options, those healthier options, the protein, the fruits, the veggies. But if you want to have some pizza, you want to have some ice cream, right? You can do that. You don't have to wait for the weekend also. Like, I challenge you, if you're struggling with that, trying to find that balance, or you find yourself like overeating or maybe even binge eating like certain foods, trigger foods, foods that you put on a pedestal. First of all, stop putting foods on a pedestal. Like I want you to be able to control the food. You should not be, you know, the food should not be controlling you. So the way you start doing that, right? The way you start improving your relationship with food is understanding that no foods out there are good or bad, right? There are just foods out there that should be limited, right? Pizza, cookies, ice cream. Yeah, we want to limit those, but that doesn't mean eliminate those, right? That doesn't mean get rid of them completely because you can only do that for a few weeks. Why do you think people go on keto or Atkins or whatever, paleo, I don't know what they're doing nowadays, carnivore, 
Why do people do that? And then they fall off. The reason why is because they are not finding it sustainable. They're doing these diets for a couple weeks. And then after a couple weeks, they tell themselves, I'm sick of eating eggs and bacon and cheese. I want a sandwich. I want pasta. And I'm sick and tired of this imitation stuff or like some sort of low calorie alternative. It just reminds me of those keto tortillas, which are fine. Like they're okay. I, I like them, but man, like a regular tortilla, that stuff's great. Yeah, it's not as filling and it's not as, you know, doesn't have as much fiber. But sometimes you just want the real deal. You don't always have to go for the low calorie thing, right? And that's another thing. Like if you are just eating low calorie stuff, and I mean like low calorie alternatives to things like pasta, bread, um, what else? Like any food that you would regularly have. And then they everything out there nowadays, they have a low calorie version. I mean, it's fine to, to be mindful of your calories. Don't get me wrong. Like I will go for some lower calorie stuff. I'm not saying don't eat low calorie. I'm saying that because if your goal is fat loss, you want to be mindful of your calories, right? But don't think that you only have to limit yourself to low calorie things. If you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you don't have to be, you don't always have to make it with powdered peanut butter. You can have a regular peanut butter. Like, yeah, you can. It's the same thing with like a sandwich. You don't have to use some random low carb bread if it tastes weird to you. You can have a regular bread. They make a regular bread that is fairly low in calories. So you can have those, right? It's, it's just important to understand like where these cheap meals came from. Like the, where, where did the cheat, where did this all originate from? It originated from back then, I don't, I don't know how many years, decades ago. If someone was into health and wellness and fitness, that means they were on a strict diet. Like they were on a regimen, they were a strict regimen and flexible dieting, a flexible approach. That just wasn't a thing in, I'm sure in the seventies or eighties. In, in the 90s, like even that early 2000s, I don't think that was a thing. Like I've done the research on this and like flexible dieting is like relatively new. People people thought that you had to eat 100% clean, whatever that is. I don't know what nowadays people are so obsessed with eating clean and all oh, those ingredients and these ingredients. It's like, it's so nuanced. Nutrition is nuanced and it's not just like a one size fits all. And also, if you are getting stuck at the grocery store, focusing on every ingredient, focusing on every little thing, you're going to drive yourself crazy and you're going to actually start hating this whole process. You're going to hate leading a healthy lifestyle because you think or you might think that leading a healthy lifestyle means obsessing over every ingredient and calorie and, and you know, the quality of the food and all these things. It's like, that's not what it is. Yes. Eat your fruits and veggies and your beans and your and the uh, protein, eat all those things. But also understand that there are no foods that are going to be off limits. And that's th that cycle that people get stuck in, right? 1200 calories or something crazy, you know, chicken, rice, tuna, apples, like you do it Monday through Thursday or, or, or for a week, but then life happens. And what do you do? How are you going to keep it up? You're tired, you're exhausted, you, you're not eating any food that you enjoy, you cut out all your favorite foods, and then you say to yourself, oh my gosh, it'll all be worth it, because I'm waiting for my cheat meal, I'm waiting for my cheat day. And then, you have that cheat day, you feel bad, 
you overate, you ate more than you planned to because you can't control yourself around those foods because you haven't practiced the moderation because you're not setting yourself up to practice moderation. How do you practice moderation if your weekday diet is so, so overly restrictive? It makes no sense. You can only do it for a few weeks or a month, maybe max, and then you get tired of it. You say, screw this. I can't do this anymore. And then you give up. And that's why a lot of people never reach their goal. It's because it's that all or nothing mindset, guys. Like almost every episode I record, every topic I talk about on this podcast, it all stems down to an all or nothing mindset, like 80% of it, kind of. Sometimes it's not an all or nothing mindset, but I would say like 70, 80% of it, right? So for example, like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, you want to go out with friends. Hey, hey, Ashley, let's go out for, let's go out for drinks or let's go out for just for food. Let's go out for dinner. Oh no, I can't do that. No, I'm on a special diet. No, I can't do that. I'm on this whole health thing. It's like, if you're on a health thing, how are you supposed to do it for more than like a couple of weeks? Like a health, healthy lifestyle, a fit lifestyle. That's something you, I hope you strive to do for the rest of your life. Ask yourself, is the current diet or nutrition plan that you're following right now, is that something you can do for the rest of your life? However many years that is, ask yourself, like, be honest. This is like, this is like the hard question you got to ask yourself. If the answer is no, well, then what are you doing? Stop doing that. And if the answer is yes, well, I mean, shoot, by all means, go for it. But like, I, I would really want, I ask you to dig deep here. Like, no, I used to do keto way back when, 2015, 2016. And I thought that was the magical thing, right? And eventually I got scared of eating actual food, like other, like non-keto foods, right? Like I was just eating mixed nuts and almonds and deli slices. And I was eating cheese and eggs, a lot of eggs. Oh man, I had to, I had to cut out eggs for a while. I was sick of them. But the reason I say this is because for some reason I convinced myself. I was like, yep, I'm going to go low carb forever. And I'm like, wait. I love a good sandwich. I love a good uh, slice of pie. I love some ice cream and not keto ice cream because keto ice cream does not taste great. I don't care. Like it just doesn't. Regular ice cream tastes way better. I, I To me, it does. Like no, nothing against keto ice cream, but I've tried some of them and I'll stick to the real stuff. All right. <laughs> and I was wrong. I was wrong in my nutrition beliefs way back when. And I actually got educated in their stuff. And I'm like, wow, okay, carbohydrates are not the enemy. I should not be having a cheat meal every week. I should not be having a cheat day. First of all, it's going to ruin all my progress because if I eat thousands of calories over my maintenance, like, and I just spent four or five days of the week being in a calorie deficit, yeah, I'm not going to see any progress because I'm eating so much because I'm overeating and binge eating because I restricted myself during the week and I got sick of it and I was over-exercising, which made me even hungrier. Oh man, now that I think about it, I would, that was rough. Like I remember going to bed so hungry, like doing hours of cardio. Like I was on like 1400 calories. My stomach was growling at night and I would try to sleep and I just couldn't sleep. And then when I couldn't sleep, my workout sucked. I had no energy. I had no energy at work. I was relying on caffeine. Yeah. So it really is a slippery slope. And, um, and also when I talk about this stuff, guys, like when I bring up my past, my, my the lessons I learned, I'm not like, I'm taking the bias out of it. I, I do my very best to take the bias out of it because 
my reality like in 2016 right with the keto stuff the restrictive stuff a lot of people that's a lot of people's reality like that's not just me like i know a lot of people that struggle with that stuff and they still struggle with it but if i can just shed some light on this is hey stop putting foods on a pedestal start you know prioritize those healthier options but stop associating eating some tacos or eating some french fries like with cheating or something bad because if you feel guilty for something like i was talking about before you can lose all the weight you want i've I've read stories i've talked to people on instagram i've had conversations with a lot of people people say to me i lost all the weight but i'm still terrified of eating more i'm terrified of gaining weight i'm terrified of eating certain foods and it just kind of breaks my heart because i'm like damn i've been there before and that's really really tough but the road to recovery it's you, you can do it. And I think the way you start doing it is by pu- putting those food those foods that you put on a pedestal, take them off the pedestal, all right? Level the playing field. Don't just, I'm not saying just to have those f- trigger foods or have those foods around the house all the time. But what I'm saying is if you want that food, go out and go get it. Go get one of it, right? Practice that moderation. You don't have to get the family size Costco bag and, and put it on the counter. I'm saying get a small little bag, fun size, snack size, and fit it into your day and enjoy that balance, that moderation. So like, for example, that's what I mean by flexible dieting, flexible approach, right? If you want to have a little bit of ice cream, okay, log a serving of ice cream. Like if you want to have some chips with a sandwich for lunch, get a serving of chips and, and log it, all right? Like it's it's very simple and at first you're not going to get it down right away. It might sound very simplistic and like, whoa, that's too simple. You know, that's too simple. What do you mean? But I'm serious, like do that and you'll find yourself that slowly over time you're not gonna feel guilty, you're not gonna feel bad. Because like food is a big, big part of our lives, everyone's lives, a lot of people's lives, right? Some people don't like food. I don't know what they're doing, they're missing out. Hey, but that's fine, right? And I'm not saying food is everything, but I'm saying a food is a big part of our family and culture and, and events. So it's important to get this down and put the time aside to really work on this stuff, work on the psychological and the, the mental aspect of it, because you can lose all the weight you want on Weight Watchers or Keto or whatever, or Noom or Optavia, the worst thing out there. I hate that. Um, just because somebody loses a bunch of weight does not mean that they're healthy mentally. That does not mean they're he- healthy Physically, that doesn't mean like you know what was crazy? I don't think I've said this in a podcast, but like people would I lost a bunch of weight, like a hundred pounds, like and people had no idea that I was what I was doing was just so restrictive and, and I was like dying on the inside, like like physically, mentally, just terrible thoughts and terrible self-image, terrible just feeling guilty for eating foods and secret binge episodes that no one would know about like I'm, I'm not gonna go out and just say that i was doing that right because it's it's very embarrassing and it, it was embarrassing at the time now now that, that i'm older and i can reflect on it, it it's not embarrassing it's so i realized as i grew up like so many people struggle with this i thought i was the only one or i thought i was weird but it's like no people struggle with this and it all stems from most of it, like I said, stems from just the over-restrictive diet and like that's the process. Like, hey, people people say, hey, you know what? I want to lose weight. 
they search up the quickest, you know, they, they find the latest fad diet, keto, Atkins, whatever, carnivore. They do it. They lose weight quickly. They see progress. But then after a while, they're like, this sucks, right? Because it does. Who, who just wants to eat meat and eggs? You don't want a sandwich? You don't want to eat a quesadilla? Like, you don't, like, what? You don't want to have some ice cream after for dessert? Like, who doesn't want that? Why would you go through your whole life without doing that? I mean, you can do whatever you want. Your body, your choice, you already know. But hey, I'm going to eat pizza. I'm going to eat ice cream every now and then. Um, also, just got those Trader Joe's uh, ice cream coffee sandwiches. They're so good. They're so good. I, we love those. So um, yeah, I know that was a kind of a side note. But yeah, hope you guys enjoy this video. Um, it's not a video. It's a podcast. Bear with me here. One take, gang. You already know. I appreciate you listening to me blabber about cheat meals and cheat days. So the final verdict here, call it whatever you want. I think a free meal or a fun meal, or, or I think that's a better term. I don't like cheating because, like I said in the beginning, hey, oh, I cheated, you know, cheated on my spouse. I cheated on a test. Like that, that's bad, right? Don't do that. Cheat, but like, how are you gonna? You're cheating on a diet. That's not how it works because. It's part of the plan. You're not deviating from anything. It's a part of the plan. So think about that. Like, you don't have to get back on track. There's it. It's all a part of the process, right? If you have an ice cream on Saturday night, like you're not getting back on track on Sunday. You're just you just had some ice cream. That's literally it, and it's not anything more than that. And I know that was um, very simplified, but I, I I try to do that because. That's the best way for everyone to understand, like what I'm saying. Like, I'm not gonna just go into like, start saying some crazy terms that no one's understanding. Like, basically, I'm trying to sum it up into, hey, all or nothing mindset. You think that is helping you out now, right? Oh, they're so disciplined. Oh, they're so strict. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. People praise it, but it's not something to be praising if it's negatively impacting their health, and just because somebody is smaller just because somebody lost weight. Yes, losing extra fat tissue can greatly improve your health. Losing weight greatly improves your health. But what I am saying also is if somebody loses a bunch of weight, but now they're scared of eating food and now they're scared of going out to eat and they're scared of going to holiday events, that's not healthy. Explain to me how that's healthy. Like that is not healthy. That is so, so draining physically and mentally. Okay. So Hey, if you're, if you're in that position right now, you got this. Take it one day at a time. Keep following my Instagram tips, my podcast. Um, and, yo, also, I want to say this. I don't say this often on my podcast, but if you want help with this, I work with an awesome team at Gersky Fitness at Conquer 90. We have an awesome program that has a custom-tailored approach. We, we, you know, It's custom coaching, and you're going to get everything you need. Um, Find that nutritional freedom. If you're kind of sick of dieting all the time, you're sick of being that person on a diet, yo, let us help you out. Um, nothing wrong with getting a buddy on this because, hey, this journey's tough and you don't have to go through it alone. All right? So if you want some more help, you know, drop me a message, send me an email. And um, yeah, looking forward to it. I hope you found this podcast helpful. The only thing I ask is if you found it helpful, if you could share this with someone, that would mean the world to me because... No, I'm not getting paid or anything. I just kind of sit here and just record and because and, I want to help people out. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. And let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about. And I appreciate you. All right. See you.